Hello, everyone, and welcome back to day three of the third annual Christmas movie countdown. I am here with Emma. And today, in a magnificent change of pace from yesterday, we are talking about (laughs) a brand new film called Love Hard. Oh, boy. It was really good, guys. This is like a, I'm going to watch it every year. Yep. Um. So this is a Netflix film. It came out on November 5th. So it's very, very new. Only about a month old at the time that you're listening to this. And yeah, it's Netflix's attempt at a Christmas rom-com. One of their many. This is like the 10th Christmas rom-com that they've made. (laughs) And they're all pretty good. Like they're not great because they're rom-coms. But (laughs) they're pretty good. Rom-coms in general aren't the best plot wise like there's not a lot of extensive plot it's like boy meets girl weird shit happens and they can't be together and then in the end they're together like that's every rom-coms it's sex tears and then sex and tears but sometimes not even sex it's just like eh. yeah so love hard follows the main character natalie bauer She is a dating column writer from L.A. who has been documenting her disastrous dates uh, from dating apps. Basically, (laughs) she is like Carrie from Sex and the City, but online. (laughs) Yup. If Carrie was dating from fucking like Tinder and shit, that's basically Natalie's whole thing. So she decides to expand the app search radius because her little tiny like LA bubble is horrible. She's been on a ton of shitty dates and nobody ends up being who they say they are. Everyone is like super old when they say they're super young or super young when they say they're the right age for her. They're, you know, they don't look anything like their profile picture, you know, all the problems that could happen with a dating app. This they're all happening to her. So when she expands her search to include basically the entire United States, she matches with a guy named Josh Lynn, and they instantly form a really strong connection. They have a lot of things in common, and they're just generally really good together. They've been chatting nonstop. They text all the time, and eventually they start talking on the phone all night like they're just they fall asleep together on the phone it's very very cute rom-com stuff guys yeah super cute her co-worker urges her to go meet the guy she's like you've had you know you've been in love with this guy basically for a month or whatever like you just fawning over this guy for weeks you need to go do something about it like you're not sure you don't want to get hurt again you don't want this and that and that go fucking go visit him go see what's up what's this guy about he said i wish and she said i'm a genie your wish is my command yeah yeah she is talking to him and basically he asks or he says man i really wish you were here for christmas and she goes oh really do you really mean that he says, yeah, totally. Like, that would be freaking cool. And then at the urging her her best friend, she jumps on a plane and heads to Lake Placid, New York, where he lives. 
surprise him for Christmas, promising her boss that by the end of this, she will write a fantastic thing about her dating disasters and all these different things. He's been pestering her this whole time because she hasn't written anything in a while because she hasn't been going on dates. She's been falling in love with Josh, right? So she's like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work out, boss, because I'm pretty sure he, this guy's the one, um, but I'll write about love. Like, let's do it. And the guy's like, uh, no, we want a breakup story, a disaster story. So go to New York or whatever, but I expect my shit by such and such date. And she's like, okay, fine. I'll figure it out. When she arrives at Josh's house, she finds out that who she thought was Josh is not Josh. The person whose picture she has believed is Josh is an actor by the name of Darren Barnett. Now, if you've never seen or don't know, don't recognize that name, he is the hot boy, quote unquote, from the Netflix show Never Have I Ever. Okay. <laughs> he is super handsome. Like the, you know, for a 25 year old or 30 year old, however young he's supposed to be, he is very handsome. So that's the picture that she, that's the person she was expecting to meet. What she actually meets as who is actually Josh Lynn is the comedian Jimmy O. Yang. <laughs> now, I love Jimmy O. Yang. He is hilarious, but tall, handsome, not the words I would use to describe him. He is like maybe 5'5", five five, and he has long hair and glasses and just general like nerdiness vibe coming from him okay so when natalie finds out that this is josh and she has been fucking catfished she leaves she walks out the door she's like oh i forgot my bag outside gotta go bye (laughs) i'll be right back and just fucking storms out josh realizing exactly what the fuck happened runs after her and tries to explain the situation and he apologizes profusely and you know confesses on all these different things now she learns here that the guy whose picture she used or whose picture josh used is a guy named tag (laughs) now tag is from the same town he's a former friend of josh's and josh is like look I know I fucked up, but I can set you up with Josh or I can set you up with tag. I promise. Uh, but you, but you got to do something for me too. And she's like, bitch, I don't trust you. Why the fuck would I do anything for you? He's like, please, please, please just pretend to be my girlfriend for the holidays while you're here for my family, because I can't do this. Like I can't deal with my fucking family. And She's like, you promise you're going to fucking set me up with tag, right? And he's like, yes, I promise. I know everything about him. Like, we'll figure it out. He agrees. She's like, sure. Why not? So she is going to stay with the Lynn family for the foreseeable, for the next couple of weeks, for the holidays, um, while they kind of play this game 
basically to everyone they're hiding the fact that they're not actually dating but his family thinks that they are and meanwhile they're pretending to be cousins for tag who is (laughs) they are attempting to set up with natalie so josh sets tag up to meet natalie and introduce her introduces them and natalie is pretending to like some of the things that tag likes you know she pretends she reads uh Thoreau she reads Walden by Henry David Thoreau and pretends that she loves it and Tag is like oh my god that's my favorite book blah 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 and he's like you know what you should come wall climbing with me like let's go and Natalie has an intense fear of heights but she hides it and she's like fuck it let's go so they go wall climbing and she's horrible at it of course because she's never really been wall climbing but Josh gets her through it. He tells her just the right things to get her all the way up to the top. And then when she gets stuck up at the top, because she's freaking the fuck out about how tall it is, he climbs up and then tells, talks her back down, basically. He or, climbed that wall in like two seconds. Josh climbed that wall so fuck. fucking fast. He was he, like, yeah. Yeah. And then he gets her down. Um, yeah. And they, you know, life crisis averted. And then Tag invites Natalie on another date. Um, when they get back to the house, Natalie meets Josh's brother, Owen, who is played by uh, Harry Shum Jr. from Glee, Mike <laughs> Chang. And he is the tall, handsome, um, successful Rugged. sibling in the family. Yes. He is the the number one kid basically his parents like owen can do nothing wrong right and natalie sees how his parents react to owen and kind of the garbage way that owen is treating josh and he's like and she steps in she's like no like this is my boyfriend go fuck yourself basically and she (laughs) keeps standing up for josh and owen's just like uh how did josh get a woman like that (laughs) so they go christmas caroling and it's a whole thing like the brother owen always has to be the center of attention right he's been singing all the solos he's got like dance moves and all this dumb shit while they go caroling and then a request from someone is asked for a song for um Maybe it's cold outside. It's cold outside. And Natalie has previously said in this movie many times that she hates that song because it's rapey as fuck. And Josh is like, it's okay. It's okay. We will we will sing it. Josh volunteers for them to sing it. Natalie's like, bro, I despise this song. There's no way. And Owen's just like, oh no, this is me and my wife's song. Like, we'll sing it, we'll sing it, we'll sing it. It's fine. Like, it'll be okay. And Josh insists. He's like, no we're going to do this because Natalie hasn't been encouraging him to stand up to his brother. So Josh and Natalie start singing baby. It's cold outside, but Josh promises that it's going to be, I will fix it. Just you sing the girl part and I will fix this song. And they sing what is easily the best version of baby. It's cold outside. I've ever heard. Uh, I am without a doubt this holiday season borrowing every word. Yes. So I will say the singing is not great. Like 
they're not classically trained Broadway, whatever. They're not great singers, but the way that they changed the lyrics to make it about consent rather than rapey as fuck was brilliant. Okay. So they sing this song. Josh changes all the words to make it a consensual about consent. And, uh, Natalie just gets to keep singing the girl part. And at the end, Natalie is super impressed and happy. And he's like, fuck, this is great. Uh, oh, they're just happy. And then right after everyone's super excited, like, man, that was such a great duet. Of course, Owen can't handle not being the center of attention. And he's like, Hey, guess what fam? Like we were going to wait to do this until later, but because Josh has the spotlight, I got to steal it back from him. So guess what? We're having a kid. We're pregnant. We're pregnant. So (laughs) of course, uh, their mom and dad lose their mind they're like oh my god you're you're gonna be we're gonna be grandparents it's gonna be so exciting everything's blah 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 and josh is just like oh hell no he did not just do that all right i'm stealing the thunder back and he gets down on one knee and he asks Uh, natalie to marry him now owen is in the background throwing a fucking temper tantrum because he got outdone (laughs) again And Nina's like, get, or Nina, uh, Natalie is like, get up, get up, get up. Don't know. I, what, what are you doing? This is too far. Stop, stop, stop. And he, and he just keeps kind of whispering under his breath. It's okay. We'll break up after Christmas. It'll be fine. We'll just, just go along with it. I had to blah, 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 blah. And he doesn't have a ring, of course. And his brother notices he doesn't have a ring and points that out. And Natalie points out he doesn't have a ring. And then grandma comes in with the fucking save and is like, here's my ring. Go ahead. (laughs) And she's like, okay. So they get pretend engaged, right? Cool. (laughs) After Josh kind of reassures Natalie, they're going to, you know, they'll end it after the holidays. It'll be fine. They end up back in Josh's room and they're talking about just general life like things that josh is kind of into and he tells her about his candle making hobby which he has had to kept secret because his dad runs a sports equipment store and is super like a manly man and his brother is also manly man so she's been like this whole thing he's felt like he's had to keep it under wraps because he doesn't think that his family will accept it like he'll just you know he doesn't want to be made fun of basically because yeah loves making candles which is fair like the candle making is kind of a random hobby but while they're going through all the candles that he has made he stumbles upon or natalie stumbles upon one that has a weird smell that she's never smelled before and he's like oh yeah this one is the scent of my grandfather like it's exactly the one and this is the one that I this is the one candle that I have of this smell exactly this I made it right after he died and all these things and Natalie encouraged him encourages Josh to make a business out of candle making she's like you're really good at this these are fucking great because Josh's whole thing is like 50% of the entire world's candle market is missing out like candles are only aimed at women yeah so if I make candles that are aimed at men with smells that men really like, I'll do that. And he has some really creative ideas. Like he's got like an, the 
smell of an uh, oil change or an automotive shop and like all these different things that are lawnmower like, <laughs> yeah grass clippings and lawnmower like it's really pretty cool it's a great idea and honestly i don't know why no one has done this that's true it's fucking great somebody get on this because it's it's a solid fucking idea so if they, if they can make jelly beans taste like grass i don't know why y'all have made a candle that doesn't smell like it like yeah so oh my god phone (laughs) so josh and natalie get up the next morning and find out that from his mom that their (laughs) engagement announcement is going to be printed into in this morning's paper or they find out that (laughs) night that's what it is they find out that night that their engagement is going to be announced in the paper tomorrow so they wake up at like in the middle of the night, essentially, yeah. and spend the early morning picking up all of the papers across town so that <laughs> so that Tag doesn't see that their engagement announcement. Natalie, while they're like hiding from the paper boy in the car, Natalie goes through Josh's real dating app profile and talks to him about how all of his pictures make him look like a murderer because he was trying to portray this like I'm a tough guy blah 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 but he's got like a picture with a rope and a picture with an axe as it's like creepy as <laughs> and she just is like you gotta have more self-confidence and like she reiterates all of his strengths that she's been trying to get him to notice about himself over the course of the time that she's known him so like, yeah really pretty eyes you're super fun you're a great listener all these different things like you need to do all of that so natalie is preparing for a date with tag at a steakhouse right and natalie is a vegetarian so this is you know already just cuckoo for cocoa puffs right here (laughs) josh bitterly tells natalie that she should not lie or compromise her beliefs for tag because she says while she's getting ready like i may have to eat like you know a couple of bites of meat or whatever to get through this to get through this date because guess what tag's family owns this fucking steakhouse of course they do (laughs) and josh is just like no you can't change who you are for him and they fight about it Oh, excuse me. They fight about it. And Natalie's like, look, I'm only here because you lied about who you are. Like, don't come at me because I'm lying a little bit about who I am. Like, no, 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 no. So she goes on the date and everything's okay. And the brother is very suspicious about Natalie. Like, why wouldn't she have been here while we're decorating trees? Where the fuck would she be? Right. So he goes and he sees that Natalie is like on a date with Tag. And he's like, what the fuck? This is a lot. And the next day, Josh and Natalie's engagement um, just blows up in everybody's faces, basically. The Lynn family has thrown a surprise engagement party at the steakhouse that Tag's family owns. Of course, because it's a small ass fucking town. Tag introduces Natalie to his parents as his girlfriend. And they're like, holy shit, Tag never introduces anybody. What the hell? Like, you must be super duper special. 
Natalie's boss shows up <laughs> because like she still hasn't sent him an article for the paper for their column and Owen ends up meeting him and catching up with him and learning all about Natalie because he's been trying to find out about her this whole time and nothing but he finds out basically about Natty's Natalie's dating column and he tells Josh that Natalie is just with him to get her next story basically the dad gives a big speech talking about how happy he is to welcome uh you know, to that Josh has found somebody and blah, 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 blah. And at the end, right before he's about to say congratulations to Josh and Nat and like ruin everything because they've been trying to keep it separate. Um, Natalie's like, no, don't. And she decides she's going to give a big speech. So she goes up to the balcony and she gives this big, long speech and explains everything that is going on in the story, like the whole horrible part about it. She tells the truth, you know, that her and Josh aren't really together. They were just pretending to make his family happy. And, you know, he screwed over Tag because she's been lying to him. And Tag gets hell of upset. And he's like, so he catfishes you and then you catfish me? Like, go fuck yourself, basically. Yep. Um, and she leaves the Lynn household. She, like, can't, of course, she can't be there anymore. Now... Because of Natalie's encouragement, um, she had like written him a note, like, please be yourself or don't forget to be yourself. Like you're just, you're good enough as is. Um, Josh ends up telling his father that he doesn't want to work at the, the family store anymore. He doesn't want to be in this anymore. <clears throat> well, he, he does it because she leaves the note surrounded by all of his candles. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great moment. And his dad is like, thank God, like, you're not great at selling sports equipment, first off. And then the dad's like, <laughs> the Josh is like, yeah, you're right, I'm not. Um, but I want to be a candle maker. And I want to start a candle business. And the dad picks up the candle that smells just like Josh's grandpa or his dad and is like, holy shit, dude, like, this is, this is the real deal. This is, this smells just like grandpa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Candle business is exactly what you need to be doing. Let me know how I can help. Yeah. So Josh starts a candle business. Had me in fucking tears. It was so good. That moment is so fucking good. It's so pure. So Natalie is staying at the hotel in town because there's no flights out, of course, because they're in a tiny town and there's only like one flight a day. So she is staying at the hotel and... While she's at the hotel waiting for her flight for the next morning, she sees Josh's new profile pop up in the dating app. Um, and it has finally like some real pictures, some good quality pictures of him. And it talks about who he is. You know, he's a candle maker. He's all these great things. And she starts writing her article. And the voiceover here about her article is great she goes through the whole situation that happened and she's talking about true love and all these different things um and she gets to the point to the end of her article and it she leaves and we're like what the fuck next time we see her 
she rolls up to the Lynn's house and knocks on the door. Josh opens the door, answers the door, and she has signs like Love Actually, which is (laughs) Josh's favorite Christmas movie. Now, the signs, just like in Love Actually, say, say, you know, in Love Actually, it's like, um, say that it's carol singers, right? When Andrew Lincoln is trying to prove his love to Keira Knightley or tell Keira Knightley that he loves her. He's like, say it's carol singers. In this movie, it's like, say it's the Mormons. Their whole family had a thing about the Mormons. (laughs) Dad yell from inside the house. (laughs) For the last time, we're not going to (laughs) convert. Fucking funny. So Josh shuts the door to the house and he stands out on the porch and Natalie goes through all her signs. Like she's got a shit ton of signs, just like in love actually. And she professes her love to him. And at the end of it, by the end of the signs, the whole family has come out onto the porch and is watching this happen in real time. And she asks at the very end, uh, can you ever forgive me? And then he goes up and she like hands him a marker and he circles the yes. And then he says, now what? Now what do so I do? He flipped over on the back and wrote yippee Kaye, motherfucker because her favorite Christmas oh, yeah, yeah, movie yeah. is Die Hard. Yeah, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. And then he asks out loud, what now? And grandma from the porch <laughs> yells, kiss her, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kiss and that's the end of the movie it's it was so it's fucking cute catfishing is horrible yes don't do that but this was really cute i really like yes. this film Agreed. all right emma who was your favorite character in this film josh same by far josh is just I mean, aside from the catfishing part, which we've already mentioned, don't catfish. It's bad. You are who you are. You don't need to be pretend for somebody to like you. Yep. But his, everything about him, how much he cared to retain who she was, like learn about her, know her, like the way that he helped her learn how to rock climb, where he's like, put in your, your earbuds and here's your favorite song. And it was so sweet and pure. I, his, I don't know. It's, it's one of those cheesy romantic comedy stereotypes that he's the guy that does everything that a girl wants him to do aside from the catfishing part. Yeah. But he's so incredibly sweet. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. really like Josh. His character development, like the catfishing was trash at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, Of course, like never lure somebody on false pretenses. But mm-hmm. the, his, he's just a sweet dude. He was funny. They had really great like chemistry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was cute. He was good. Um, what about your least favorite character? Act one, Natalie and Owen. Yeah. I just, Natalie grew on me a little bit like 
from the duet onward, she got a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but act one, Natalie was so superficial and she's again with stereotypes. She's the stereotypical LA girl. That's like LA. Exactly. And she just, she's all about image. She's all about looks. Yeah. I mean, I'd be pissed if I got catfished too. Well, yeah, a hundred percent, but like just watching her swipe through some of the people she swiped through i was like wow okay you yeah. have extreme taste like wow all right yeah but yeah how about you uh owen was my least favorite character which made me sad because i really like harry shum jr as a like as a yes. whole oh yeah but- he was garbage. He was such a dick. He couldn't handle not being in the spotlight for like two seconds. He just had to sabotage, try and sabotage any moment that he could where Josh was like the number one person in the scene. He sure did. Him fucking like throwing a hissy fit in the background after Josh proposed was <laughs> it was so good. Dude, his wife, his wife was stupid as fuck. Yeah, like, his wife was oh, a bag of rocks dumb. Like, she was so worse dumb. Than, worse than. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Seven word synopsis. <laughs> I've only got one. So, sometimes catfishing can go right? Seems wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emma. I had a lot. Of course, because it was a good movie. Uh, yeah. So entire opening scene is just pure truth. Like yep. everything she says in that whole opening scene, I'm like, um, Al, why are you right? Yeah. Uh, bottom gun. Yep. I'd sure watch that. When it was going through the montage of her pretending that she was spending time with what she thought was Josh. Yeah. And coming up with opposite movie names. Yeah. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man doing a strip tease. Gold. <laughs> when she took that Kiwi shot and yeah. turned around at karaoke, I was like, youch. Yeah, that was rough. Oof. Gray play, more ass than church pews. <laughs> I thought I was going to shit myself when gram- when the grandma said that. I was like, woof. <laughs> and then I have two alliteratives. Data dating disaster documentarian develops diehard devotion. Nice. And then columnist catfished, catfished, caught, columnist catches catfish nice yeah all right so this movie came out on netflix like i said a month ago so there is literally no information budget wise box office wise because yeah it hasn't been in the box office and netflix doesn't like to release their budgets Um, (laughs) i don't even know how it's doing views wise though when i watched it what two days ago it was like number five in the country or something like that so 
I'm sure it's doing well because it's a Christmas rom-com. Everybody's a sucker. Yep. Everybody's a sucker for a good old Christmas rom-com. Yeah. So do you have anything else to say about Love Hard? Please watch it. Give it a shot. It's cheesy. It's like the same old, similar same old played out plot that is always in rom-com situations Mm -hmm. but it's it just feels more fresh yeah like a fresher take on it and i appreciated that so it's adorable give it a try the cast is great yep also uh asian representation for the fucking win yes in this movie so not only is the lynn family asian like which you never see like the main character of a rom-com is not typically an Asian man. Like yep. we've gotten it twice. Thanks to uh, Henry Goulding Woo-hoo. in last Christmas and uh, in crazy rich Asians. But most of the time, the like hot guy or the guy you're supposed to end up with is not typically an Asian male. And I love that about this film because yep. I love just representation fucking matters okay yep (laughs) like it's so good so not only is the lynn family well represented um asian family but uh darren barnett is also japanese he's like half japanese so all of the males that were possible love interests in this movie were of asian descent and is fucking fantastic like yeah yes Yes. give it i liked i liked all the mixed race representation as well like josh's parents were a mixed race couple yeah uh josh and natalie uh owen and his dumbo yeah even uh tag's parents were mixed race i love that i i love it it was wonderful it's a very refreshing movie an absolute 180 from holiday inn yeah yes for sure an Uh, absolute 180 i'm giving this film two thumbs up like i said catfishing is bad and don't do it but this movie's really fucking cute so go watch it agreed uh if you have anything to say want to talk to us about love hard you can hit us up on all the socials. We have a Twitter. It is at Allentown Pod. You can email us at AllentownPresents at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook at Allentown Presents. Don't forget to like and share and subscribe and do all those crazy things. Rate us. Do whatever you got to do. Get hit us that seen. bell. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, get us seen. So, and tell your friends because we like doing this and we want more of you to listen to us do it. Because Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Maybe it's cold outside. Boy, howdy! Consensually, consensually, it sure is. <laughs> so, uh, from me and Emma, you. thank you for listening. We will see you again tomorrow with another Christmas episode. Bye. Toodaloo, Bert. Yippee ki yay, melon farmer. <laughs>